So, moving on to our next guest, we're now here with Simon O'Duffy from the Lockdark Sub Aqua Club. So, Simon, welcome to Agonalo. Morning, Simon. Morning, all. Great to be here. So, Simon, you were kind of roped in partly because of my involvement with, well, my, my very, very brief involvement with the uh, dive club. Can, so, can you tell us a little bit about the Sub Aqua Club? Lockdark Sub Aqua Club is about 30 years in existence. Um, we're kind of based around Nina and Tipperary, but we've members from all over the Midlands, really, from Limerick and Offaly. And, uh, yeah, we dive all over the country. I mean, yeah, obviously we dive locally. We dive here in the lake, Lockdurg. We dive in Portro, dive centre up there, up there quite a lot. Mm. My last dive was actually here in, um, just after Pierhead in Killaloo. Okay. Uh, we dive there quite a bit too. Uh, but, like, we go to Kilkee, we go to Doolin, we go up to Kilry Fjord, uh, Cork Harbour, Hookhead. So, all over the country. And, and we go abroad as well. And can I ask Simon as well, sorry there, uh, how, when was the Lockdown Kisabakra Club established? I think it was 92, so yeah. 92? Just, just how long are you in it yourself? I joined in, I joined in 2015, started my training in 2015. Okay. My first few dives would have been 2016. And you mentioned there about the training. What's actually involved in the training? How do you go about doing it? It's a fairly thorough process, and it's a longer process than people think. You start off yes. in a pool, yeah. swimming pool, yeah, you know this. <laughs> thing, yeah. And for the first few weeks, it's all snorkel training. You're not diving at all. Yeah. Just, um, swimming techniques, um, various manoeuvres in the water, such as rolls. Okay. Uh, then you eventually move on to scuba. And there's things like putting on gear in the water, ditching your gear and recovering it in the water. You spend a lot of time in the swimming pool before you actually get taken mm, to the swimming pool. Water. And actually, that was the difference, because what is the certification um, system that's followed? So like I, when I originally did diving, it was through the paddy system, which was literally like two days training, on you go, there mm. you go, off you go, you're, you're an expert diver now. And I remember being terrified at the time, going, I am not in any way equipped <laughs> to do this. So... No matter how many dives, and I think I did about 30 dives after that, but I still felt very nervous because I didn't feel like I really understood everything that was expected. But yet, the system, is it CMAT or what's it? What's CMAS, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the system that's used that's much more in-depth and detail. And why, why is there such a difference? Yeah, I think, like you just outlined there, it's to give people a good grounding in diving yeah. and a good understanding of it. Mm. I mean, it's not just the physical training. You learn, there's lectures, academic stuff. You learn a lot about you know, gas laws, and uh, you learn about the workings of your equipment, you learn about the sea, mm. you learn about first aid. Even physiology as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah rudimentary, yeah. things like that, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, I started my training in, you know, probably this time of the year, October, November. Yeah. But I didn't do a dive until April, I think it was, or maybe even May. Yeah, so, I was the same, actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's quite a long, thorough process. It's quite full on, because you also have to do things like, you have to prove that you can swim underwater, holding your breath yeah. from one end to the next. You also have to do things like, you know, drop your, your um, fins, you know, that you put on your feet, go down and then retrieve Hold them. them. And so there's all these different kind of obstacle courses that you have to go through to ensure that you're actually ready then for the next day because the whole reason is you need to know that you're going to be able to deal with any issues that may arise. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. I mean, that brings us to our next question. It can be dangerous, though, can it? It can, yeah, as well as the sports goes, it is dangerous, yeah. yeah. So the more education yeah. you have in it, the more understanding yeah. of it, yeah. yes. That's why the training is there, I suppose. Exactly, yes. yeah. And I mean, we maintain training. I mean, we constantly kind of upgrade every year yes. around, you know. Yeah. Would you have been nervous going on your first dive then after all your training? How? I was, yeah, very nervous, yeah. But there's good instructors in the club, and the training they give you, it's all up here. And once you get into the water, it kind of comes to you naturally. It's like everything. The more you do, the better you get at it. How but deep have you gone? Uh, about 40 metres 
But that would be too stressful getting down to that depth. Um, you see, again, you work up to it. You don't just drop to 40 metres. You do it very gradually. Yes, the first you have few dives will be within yeah. 10, yeah. 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 And then you work your way down. What? Yeah, you, you do notice things like the pressure is obviously more intense down there. How deep is the lock here, lock there, you know? The, the lake itself? Yeah. I think the deepest part is in the 30s, somewhere around 30 metres. Deep enough, so is it? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. That'd be around Parker's Point. I don't know if you know where that is. Yeah. Would it get um, dark? Down there, down there, would yeah, you? You'd yeah. want your torch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think that's the thing. Is like, what's the difference between snorkeling and scuba diving? Uh, somebody said once, snorkeling is a bit like window shopping compared yes. to yeah, yeah, scuba yeah, diving. Yeah. Is the real thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, like when you're diving, especially in, in yeah. places where you have a good visibility and lots of fish life, it's like being in an aquarium. I mean, you're in there with the fish, and you're actually. Have you come across a few different species of fish? What sort of fish have you come across when diving? All kinds of everything. I mean, we, we dive abroad a good bit as well. I mean, yeah. I was in the Azores there this, this autumn gone. Yeah. Uh, in the Red Sea as well. So, uh, yeah, you see all kinds of things. I mean, around here, you'd see lots of um, wrasse would be very common fish that you'd see. Not salmon, no. Never seen a salmon, no, no. I mean, I've seen pike and perch and things in the yeah. lake here, yeah. yeah. But, um, Fascinating, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole new world down there. Exactly. Can you, can you give our listeners a bit of a flavour as to what kind of equipment do they all need? Because it, it's not cheap. It's not cheap, no. It's an expensive hobby, I suppose. Yeah. And yeah. Not only do you have to buy the gear, but you have to maintain it as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, starting off, all you need is fins and a mask. That's for your snorkel training. Yeah. yeah, but, but you mean, you have maybe six months to build up to that before yeah, you actually go true. to the open yeah, water. Yeah. So then, yeah, then you get your suit. We'd be, you wouldn't be using a wetsuit here in the lake unless you were <laughs> very brave. Yeah. You'd be using a semi-dry suit, which I suppose you can buy for. You know, second-hand, you get one for 100 euros, 200 euros. Um, then obviously, yeah, you need to get a tank, gas tank, uh, you'll be needing a, a regulator, a breathing regulator, and um, it's known as a buoyancy compensator. It's kind of like the jacket thing that you see people putting on. So they're the, the main components of equipment that you yeah. need. Yeah, and then there's off. so many different things, like you can get computers to that's tell right, you yeah. DPR, and yeah. I don't know, I think that's kind of cheating a bit. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's an element of you get to, I suppose I was fortunate whenever I was doing the other type of diving, the paddy diving, that you're following an instructor, whereas at least with this type of diving is that you do have to take responsibility because you are paired up with other people, but you have a duty of care to each other and to yourself. So you need to know how deep you go. You're also, based on your experience, only allowed dive a certain depth. You know, so where I think I would only be at this stage allowed dive is at 10 metres. Yeah. And you're well, 40. It, you know? it depends where, the, yeah, it depends yeah, where you're with. Yeah. An instructor could take you to a deep. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the thing as well is that when you talk to people about diving, they go, but sure, what would there be to see in Ireland? Because it's so cold, there wouldn't be the same kind of beauty. Mm. But yet I've, I've had the fortune of swimming in the Caribbean and, and in the South mm. Pacific, which is spectacular. A lot more exotic. <laughs> oh my God, it's amazing. And also the water's warm. Yeah. Um, but it's just so, so beautiful that actually I would have always felt quite uncomfortable putting my head fully underwater and feeling that sense of claustrophobia. Mm. Even though you've got, a, like you've got the mask and you've got the, the reg on so you can breathe. But it's that sense of wonder that when you actually see all of the life that there is below land is just spectacular. But then even the same, I got to do one dive here in Killaloo. And it was just so special because it was you know near to where I live. But even though there wouldn't have been the same element of, you know, fish species as such, it was that thing of just what is actually there beneath us that we never get to see. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I just think it's something that people could really take that step and just enjoy that kind of adventure as well. Absolutely, yeah. Ireland actually has some of the best diving in the world. Really? You know, it's, it's, yeah. When you get good weather, and even if you don't, 
good visibility. It's an incredible uh, off the west coast of Ireland. There's uh, some fantastic dive sites. Uh, and what kind of things there, will people see? Um, all the kind of things like boulders and um, walls kind of cliff hangs down underneath the water. Yeah, the crevices yeah. you can go into. You got crab and you got lobster and there's all kinds of fish life down there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's um, the thing is it's not just about seeing fish. It's like you could see wrecks. There's wrecks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hookhead is a favourite spot of us to, to go and see a uh, couple of nice wrecks down there. Cork Harbour as well. There's some World War One submarines down there wow. that we dived earlier this year as well. Um, the odd, famous um, ship. Are you, are you able to take ship. pictures of the wrecks below? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of club members would have cameras. Yeah, and um, special cameras. Yeah. Video as well. Yeah. Are you allowed to go, how close are you allowed to go to the wrecks? Like, are you allowed right to up go? on them. Yeah, yeah. Bottom, yeah. Wow. through yeah, them yeah. and all, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, we have videos on our Facebook page, actually. If, uh, and so what is that leads us nicely into, what is the Facebook page, Simon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know. I think it's <laughs> 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 I didn't lock the but it'll come up. It'll find us. Um, and so how can people actually get involved uh, yeah through the Facebook page I suppose just leave okay. us a message on that or if you want to email us lockdurgsac at gmail.com okay. is the email address and if they um, want to try out like kind of maybe see what it's about is there a way that they can actually have a taster we hold annual triodives we had just had two of them actually in the last couple of weeks okay. um, and that's kind of where the training starts if anybody's interested in joining now we are starting training in the next couple of weeks, so I would say get in touch right now if possible. And do you dive throughout the whole year, summer, winter, everything? We do, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not so much this time of the year. It's kind of harder to get people out in the, in the yes, cold, obviously. Sure, sure. But yeah, we go uh, 12 months a year. Very good, yeah. very good, very good. So what can we expect from the Lockdurg Subacqua Club now, next year? Any plans? So you said you had two trips abroad. Where did you go to this year? The Azores and the Red Sea. Nice. Um, we are planning a trip to the Red Sea again next year. Um, obviously circumstances in the Middle East might dictate that a little sure, bit. Sure, yes, uh, correct, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we are planning on going October to the Red Sea. And other than that, it'll be another year of hopefully fantastic diving here, lots of diving. Uh, if the weather is a bit better, we'll get more diving done. This wasn't a particularly good summer. But, and why uh, not? Uh, it started off nicely, but I think July and August were fairly windy. and They were, and rainy and the whole lot, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were bad we did dive, weather. we did dive throughout, but uh, we would have got more in had the weather been better, I think. Yeah. How would the wind affect diving. I suppose if it's too rough, you're not going to go out in it. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. you're in a three-metre swell, it's not a nice place to be. Particularly, in as you said, in Hookhead, all those coastal areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So more choppy there. Safety first, I mean. Exactly. Recreational diving, we're not going to risk anything we don't have to. Yeah. So. And I think the thing as well is, even before you actually set foot in the sea, is you're on a boat, and if it's really bad current, it is not a pleasant experience. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And then, I suppose the other thing is, what kind of other things do you do together as a group? Because obviously, like, I know you're very diligent as a group in terms of having meetings. Mm. You have your AGMs, so you have your committee. And are there other kind of social aspects that the, the group do? There, there are, well, I mean, one thing I, I suppose I should mention is that we have a search and recovery um, element to the club. That's where we go looking for missing equipment and at times missing persons mm. as well. Um, it's a voluntary service that we provide. We, we pay for everything. Um, and we sometimes hold collections, street collections. We have one in Nina actually on the 2nd of December, Saturday the 2nd of December. And, yeah. uh, and it's such an important it's service. A very important service, yeah. And yeah. people are very generous in contributing to it. And, funding uh, is vital, sure, isn't it? Funding is vital, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. they say, we have to, it's not just a case of buying equipment, you have to maintain it as well. You have indeed, yeah. yeah. So we have to, it's like any voluntary organisation like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but can we, I just we, say, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry, go on. We do, we do hold social events and meetups yeah. and yeah. things like that. Yeah, we have monthly meetings. And nice. AGM is actually next Friday. 
So anybody wanting to get involved? Yeah, Chris, no, anybody wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so can I just say, first off, in terms of the search and recovery, thank you very much for the service. Um, in terms of my own experience, brief and all as it was, due to my schedule rather than you guys, because you were all so helpful and supportive. Um, I would just want to say thank you to you and to everybody in the club as well. But I think it's such a wonderful club that for anybody to be involved is just such a pleasure. And again, you get this great opportunity to have, to have greater adventures here at home as well. Mm. So, Simon O'Duffy, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Simon. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yep.